What's going on, my CrossFit Loveland people, my friends of the people, and the people of the people? It's the hostess with the mostest, Coach Manny. This is the Happy Healthy Humans podcast. Enjoy the soothing sound of my voice. Just kidding. Um, Anyway, guys, today's special guest is an extended member of CrossFit Loveland. Uh, Mr. Paul. Um, he is a state trooper with the Colorado State um, Patrol. And he is also heavily involved in Santa Cops. If you guys got to listen to Joe speak on it a couple weeks ago, um, Paul gets on. He talks a little bit about um, Santa Cop. Um, he talks kind of its growth and, and how it all began and um, just his experience with the organization and kind of, you know, um, how he's had to navigate through. Um, Obviously, you know, the year of 2020, especially with the toy drive, a charity golf tournament, um, kind of putting all that on hold, but still making sure that um, children get gifts this year. And so um, love Paul, love his um, vision, his genuineness, um, and just the type of person he is. Um, I've always really enjoyed him, you know, as a member and as a friend um, of mine as well. And so I hope you guys um enjoy the show. And if you have any questions, um, we also do have a uh, Santa Cops box at our gym. So if you guys could bring in um, anything that Paul's going to talk to us about. And uh, yeah, we would love to get your guys' support. So that's all I got, guys. Enjoy the show. Paulie, what's up, buddy? Is this, is this Does it sound all right? Sounding. Sound good. Testing one, two. Okay. Yeah, sounds great, dude. Hear you loud and good. clear. Good. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you have such a, uh, you have uh, such a um, voice of a man. That, <laughs> that that's even even better. A masculine booming a, voice. Very alpha like. It's uh, alpha. Ooh, good yeah, call. Yeah, it's kind of like I was watching. Um, so I, I'm trying to get as many Office episodes in as possible before it leaves Netflix. Yeah. So I'm on the uh, when when Will Fuller or Will Fuller. Um, Will Ferrell is it Will Ferrell? Yeah, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah. When he comes on, and then uh, he's presenting at the Dundies, and he has the headphones on, and he's yelling because it <laughs> makes him nervous. So funny. So that's that's just what made me what made me think of it. <laughs> anyway, well, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, doing well. Yeah. Just uh, plugging away. Yeah, yeah. Life is busy. Very busy. Very very busy. Very busy. Um, and are there? Uh, I know uh, what we're gonna talk about kind of adds a little bit more busyness i guess to your which seem to be a little bit busier than others uh you know uh, for us uh it's kind of it's interesting to see it's really just dependent on the weather mm-hmm. i would say our, our weather is definitely a big uh factor in if we're busy or if we're not okay um you know, we've had a couple of huge windstorms that created a lot of work for us. And then we've obviously now going into our snowy season. So that's going to be huge for us. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well as I do, we live in a very beautiful state and people love to go to our mountains. Yep. Um, unfortunately, we had the fires going on and, um, you know, we were very busy with the fires and trying to uh, assist all the first responders out there to closing the roads and even evacuating the areas need to be evacuated. So mm-hmm. uh, I was on the road closure at Highway 34 at the dam store when they were evacuating Estes Park. Dang. And 
Um, it was darkest night at two o'clock in the afternoon. I had my flashlight out and I was talking with people and, um, I had to tell people, I can't allow you to go up the Canyon. And the amount of people who said, well, I got to go up there to get so-and-so I got, I said, I understand that, but we're bringing two lanes of traffic down, mm-hmm. uh, highway 34 and I can't allow you to go up there. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was a very challenging thing because I feel like I'm very compassionate individual. And for me to say no to somebody, it's pretty tough when you're, when you're talking to people about loved ones and, and, and obviously the thing that we always want to make sure we do is we protect life and property. And, mm-hmm. uh, I got to make sure that my first responders are able to get up to Estes park in case something does go down. So we eventually reopened back the road and, uh, reopened the road back up and, uh, there were no other further issues, but it was a pretty tense hour and a half, two hours uh, with all that. So, yeah. And that, that went on for, I mean, they that how that at thirty four closed down for what at least what a week, maybe two weeks. Uh yeah, I think it was about a week. Okay. Uh, once they finally got everything under control, uh, thirty four, thirty six, uh, Highway Seven. You know, they were oh, all that. just trying to monitoring it, and the biggest thing is we were just trying to ensure we get people out of Estes yep. Park. So yep, yep, yep. Um, I even turned away people who said they just wanted to go look, and I said, <laughs> in the future, please please just remember that there are lives that are possibly at stake and please yeah. your residents and, and uh, you know, let us make sure that everybody is safe. Absolutely. Well, and, uh, and anybody that's been up the, uh, the big Thompson Canyon, it's, it's not, uh, it's, it, it's not a lot of room, you know, there's, there's not a lot of passing lanes. I mean, only on the way up, there's, there's a few passing lanes, but it's, I mean, definitely yeah there's not a lot of room to maneuver for sure no yeah and that was one of the challenges we were even considering because there aren't wide shoulders you come back down to the narrows and there's a reason why it's called the narrows and Mm -hmm. it's uh right just east of the cherry store down to the dam store and there is just no room for any vehicles to go anywhere other than those two lanes no it's it's sketchy dude well well cool man well thanks well as always dude thanks for all of your help that you've been doing and um, what's so great is i know who you are and i know several people know who you are but everyone's probably just um who's listening to this who doesn't know you they're like what the heck does this guy even do so can you give me a little backstory um kind of uh what you do how long you've been doing it and kind of what got you into um the career you're in sure so I, uh, I'm a 13 year trooper with the Colorado state patrol. Uh, all 13 of my years have been up here in Larimer County. So I'm very fortunate to be patrolling this area. I'm very well known, uh, area for me as I grew up here and went to CSU and have worked in uh, the Loveland area and just very fortunate to be here. Um, Went through the academy uh, and actually was supposed to be an Estes Park trooper. And then they took the sub post of Estes Park out of Estes Park and brought it all down to the Fort Collins office. So we still have troopers up there. Uh, We have areas that we're assigned to and we still go up and and obviously patrol Estes Park area. And and uh, we're always welcomed up there. People love seeing us up there. Uh, How I got into the profession, it's kind of a funny story. I worked at the Chase Bank right near CrossFit Loveland there at Van Buren and Highway 34. Hmm. And 
I was actually <laughs> the customer service associate that hit the silent alarm when our bank got robbed. Um, so just a day, just a random day. And unfortunately an individual came in and I was myself and a teller and lady put a, a bag up onto the, the teller line and she handed the teller a note and uh, our bank got robbed that day. So I just specifically remember the, the training that my assistant manager gave to me and said, if this happens, do this. And I just mm-hmm. kept replaying that over my mind. Okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. I watched her exit the building. I watched what vehicle she got into. I watched which direction she traveled. So uh, that kind of was my first uh, kind of indication thinking, you know what? I think I could probably go out and make a difference and, and uh, help prevent things like this from happening. Sure. Um, the entire process took, for, took me about a year as far as the hiring process with the state. And uh, lo and behold, I was uh, given the opportunity to become a state patrol trooper. Uh, There was 4,777 applicants for that year. And I was one of 47 to get into the academy. So very fortunate to be where I'm at today. Absolutely. Um, So first off, I I, I just want to make a quick note. I am very impressed with your ability to to remember all of that stuff i've i've sometimes thought i'm like you know if i was ever to be a witness in a crime i would like be a zero help because say there was an incident or something or even an, a car accident that happened or somebody's being a, a dick or whatever like i think i'm like okay i don't know what they looked like i can't describe them i can't even remember what car they had like i'm like i'd, I'd be a terrible witness because they'd be like can you describe them and i was like it was a man I think <laughs> I think they, they had a beard, so I'm, I think they were men. Okay, what color? Uh, I don't know. I just know they had a beard. So, so good for you. Good for you for having um, a uh, would, would it be a photogenic memory or whatever the memory is, right? Just, yeah, just, just detail oriented, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I know nothing unless they're like unless they said I crossfit, and I'm like, oh yeah, they crossfit. Then then I remember that. <laughs> um, so you said you graduated from CSU. What did you originally go to school for? Well, I didn't graduate, so I was just oh. going to school up there at CSU. But gotcha. uh, to be honest with you, I really didn't even know what I wanted to do. Okay, uh, and I think that's one of the challenges I think young people really face because they are, I'm not going to say pressured, but they are trying to figure out what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And I honestly really had no idea. Um, I was getting a lot of core classes out of the way. I was still maintaining a full-time student and also working full-time as I was going to school. And you know, I had some personal events happen in my life to where I needed to go full time and find a employment that had full time benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, so lo and behold, yes, unfortunately, I did not graduate with a degree, no. um, but I needed to take care of what I had to take care of with yeah. uh, my family. And and obviously for me, uh, being a type one diabetic, I got to take care of myself with the health benefits portion. So big, big time. So, yeah. Well, and that, that, that is true. And I always, you know, love bringing up the point and, and it's not to say that college isn't the right way to go. It's just, it is really hard to know what you want to do when, you know, I entered college, I wanted to be a civil engineer. That was practically it. And it wasn't until I dropped out a year afterwards that, you know, of anyone, my sister was like, 
well, you do sports. You would be a really good strength coach or you would be good in exercise science. And I was like, well, shoot, like that was at least three, four years after I graduated high school when I finally had realized what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And um, I always joke, but I still have student loans. And I'm like, and it was for a degree that I, I'm not even pursuing or I didn't pursue for a career that I didn't even end up uh, uh, using, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, like you said, what, what ended up happening was I got to the career that I wanted. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's amazing. You know, all the different paths you can take, you know, as long as all those paths lead to you being number one, being happy. Yep. And we all know that there are individuals that may not be happy in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say that I do feel fortunate and I am happy with, you know, what I do for a living and, and as, as difficult and as challenging it may be, I know that I'm going out there and I'm making a difference. And just like you, you're making a difference with the members of the gym and your personal coaching and, and your, and your training. And it's, it's re- really rewarding and fulfilling big time, big time. No, I completely agree, man. And, uh, you know, on that, on that topic of, you know, especially you trying to better the community, kind of be more involved in, and ultimately do things that, you know, make you happy and, and, and give you, um, you know, a reason to go back to work every day with 100% enthusiasm. You, I, I want you to talk a little bit about Santa Cops. I know you're heavily involved in, in Santa Cops. We had Joe on the other day and she spoke a little bit about it, but I know, um, you know, your background behind it all. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what prompted you to be in Santa Cops, say your position, um, and then just, just share some of your thoughts with it and how you've kind of seen it evolve over the years. Absolutely. Uh, so when I first became a trooper up here in 2008, uh, we had, uh, other members in our organization who said, Hey, this is a great organization. If you want to give back to the community, uh, this is an opportunity for you to do so. So, uh, lo and behold, I began volunteering, uh, in November of 2008. So, uh, the organization being Santa cops, Larimer County, and it's comprised of all the law enforcement agencies in Larimer County, officers, civilians that work with the law enforcement agencies, the district attorney's offices. And what we do is we want to promote a positive interaction between the children and families of Larimer County and law enforcement. And we do that through the annual gift giving every year. But um, more recently, uh, I became a board member probably four years ago. And then Two years ago, I was nominated and accepted the nomination for vice president of Larimer County. So uh, as far as the Santa Cops portion of it. So mm-hmm. as far as my involvement in Santa Cops, I, I'm very much a logistical operational type of guy. So I always want to make sure that we've got all the uh, details, information, um, just make sure our events run smoothly. And we're in constant communication with our board members. We have a terrific board. Uh, You know, as well as I do, one person can only do so much. You have to have a team around you to to accomplish all your goals. And there's no way we could be anywhere without our board members who go out on a daily basis and truly want to do what's best for our community and for our organization. Mm -hmm. So we're very fortunate. The Colorado State Patrol, we have uh, three representatives. I talked to Joel last week. We have a port of entry officer. His name is Tom Williams. 
and then myself. So we just want to ensure that number one, we want to get the officers involved in showing them what we do and mm-hmm. the impact that it truly does have. Um, just this last weekend, we had our last application day and on our paper applications, we had numerous notes from our people saying, we appreciate what you do. Thank you so much. Uh, you have no idea how much this means to us. And then we also have children who also draw, you know, pictures, whether it be with a Christmas tree and a police officer, and they say, thank you. And, and this is just the beginning process of our year, truly, as far as trying to get the gifts to the kids. So mm-hmm. It's it's always great to see that the kids understand and and know that we as police officers do care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that I am representing my organization and representing Santa Cops Larimer County to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. and I want to show them that we have hearts and we care about those who live in our community. So it uh, it truly is. I mean, I'm very very proud of our organization. I'm very lucky to be part of it. Um, the past board members have done incredible things. Uh, Trooper Master Trooper David McKee has set us up for success through his wife, Larray, and his uh, work as far as our application process, our gift-giving books. Just, I mean, it is amazing the details that go into this. And it, it always is comforting to hear from my volunteers who come and help us out saying, man, you guys, this is a well-oiled machine. This is very well organized. And that makes me happy because then I know that we're on the right track and we're, we're, we're really trying to full, you know, move forward in a positive direction and always be forward thinking. Um, this year, obviously, we've had to do things a little differently. And our team has shown what it can do by coming together and we had three app, four application days that went off without a hitch. And mm-hmm. it comes down to, once again, the dedicated people who come out and truly want to make a difference. That's no, that's it's awesome, dude. I, you know, as I, I I was talking to Joel about this, you know, when I first heard about your your guys' organization and kind of what you did, I first off, I always same thing. I'm very compassionate, right? Like I'm I I understand that there are people who are even less fortunate, even though there's days that I'm want a pity party. That there's people, kids out there, especially in families that just want to provide for their kids, and it's such a struggle. Um, so for you guys stepping in and giving first off. And then secondly, trying to make that connection with the youth and the community. And especially in these areas where, you know, the the officers are, are the bad guys, right? Like you're, you're trying to change that stigma. And I think, you know, it's phenomenal things that, that you all are doing. And, and, you know, I definitely applaud you guys for that. Um, as far as since you were saying that you're like a logistical individual and, and uh, very detailed, what have you seen as far as like struggles? Maybe it was a one-time struggle or it was a big struggle that sort of changed your, your sort of mindset or direction, or maybe it's a reoccurring struggle that you guys always kind of face. Um, you know, is, is there anything in particular that sort of comes to mind um, when I ask that? Um, you know, I think for us, it's once again, just getting our word out, just getting the word out of who we are and what we do. Um, we're very limited in our budget. All of our, all of our board is volunteer members. 
So we have one person, one of our admins, uh, administrative personnel, and then the rest of us are truly working the, the roads, working the streets. We do have a couple of civilian members that are, uh, we actually have a, a mother of a, a retired major on our board. And she is, we call her Mama Keaton because she keeps us all in line. And she's been with the organization for a number of years. And uh, Kathy Lauterbach, she actually is one of the founding members of Santa Cops Larimer County, and she is still on our board today. I, I think the biggest thing is just letting people know who we are and just trying to get the outreach. And I think that's the one thing that me as a vice president, I try and make sure I talk up as much as I can and try and we try and post on social media like crazy. Obviously, mm -hmm. we know social media is a very easy way to get word out about things. Mm -hmm. But are we truly reaching out to those who need that help? Maybe they don't have social media. Maybe they don't have the ability to get to a computer and see things. And, and I think that that may be the, one of the larger struggles that we can continue to try and overcome every year is whether it be a printing a flyer, whether it be going out and speaking at a, at a school or a community organizational meeting, whatever that may look like. But that's the one thing that I want to continue to do and just let people know that we're going to do everything we can to help you out when mm -hmm. it comes to the toys for the children. But um, yeah, I'd say the, the responsibility of us just making sure that people know who we are and what sure. we're about. Sure. Well, and it seems, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like you guys were getting a lot of traction. I think everybody was getting a lot of traction before COVID, um, but it seemed like you guys were getting a lot more traction, you know, before COVID kind of slowed everything down. Is, is that correct? Or Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have businesses who are wanting to do toy drives for us and, or individuals saying, Hey, we collected toys for you guys. We had children that have said you know i did this at my i believe that we had a uh, a child from um some sort of a martial arts academy say hey this is what i want to do for my fundraiser i want to put a collection toy collection out for santa cops mm -hmm. they were able to drop those off for us so for us to see that and to hear that it lets me know that there are community members who know about us and they want to help us and I, I know I certainly appreciate that as, as much as everybody else does. And it, it truly is amazing. You don't I'll also say the silent contributors and they just say, oh, we're just going to drop this off for you. Well, mm -hmm. Great. Can you tell me what happened? What would you guys do? No, 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 no. We just want to drop it off. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there that don't want the recognition sure. for simply being great and gracious and giving individuals. So mm -hmm. we're very fortunate for that. That's, that's awesome. It, it sucks that there's modest and humble people out there, right? Like, come on, <laughs> brag on yourself a little bit. Well, and, and I try and tell them that I said, no, I need to recognize you because you went above and beyond for helping us out. And it's mm -hmm. no different than, uh, even my volunteers this last weekend, I, it, my dentist and his wife came and actually volunteered for us. And I mean, they're doing a, they're doing another um, fundraiser for, for Santa cops as far as a toy type of drive where they're making it a fun Christmas activity for their employees. And I mean, I, I try and, I mean, I try and advertise for them. I'll put their information on the website and they're like, no, 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 no. We really don't want that. Mm -hmm. I understand that, but I want to say that on behalf of our organization, say thank you for doing what you do for us. Mm -hmm. 
Big time. No, it's, it's awesome, man. And you know, it's, it is, you, you want to just put them on blast and say, thank you so much. Cause people need to like realize and understand that there are like, there is still good things happening out there. Right. It's, Absolutely. It's the, the, the bad news or the negativity seems to get 10 times the views that, that good things happening. So um, yeah. Thank you, humble people. But, um, you know, I think it's I think it's incredible that people can be so selfless, especially during the holidays. And I always love the holidays just because it seems people are just more grateful and they're more giving. Right. And more compassionate. And and especially what 2020 has brought us has been far on the other side of the spectrum that it's kind of a, a breath of fresh air to to see some of that goodness, you know. Yep. And that's, that's the awesome. one thing is we try and do it year round. And mm-hmm. We have officers who go out on calls, and unfortunately, we do see people at the worst. Um, you know, our our line of profession, we're not seeing you on your best day. We may be seeing you on the worst day of your life. Mm-hmm. And if there's an instance where a child's involved, where we can provide some toys to help them um, kind of overcome the challenge that their parents may be having or the situation they may be having, We'll we'll go and get toys for those kids, and we'll we'll deliver them to the officers that are on scene, and, and make sure that the the kids are taken care of. So, it's not just December; it's January through December throughout the entire year. And mm-hmm. I emphasize that so much to my to my officer or my troopers at my office, and just say, "Listen, if there's something I can help out with. Let me know." And mm-hmm. lo and behold. We, we, we do what we can to help the, the children out. And they don't even, I mean, any incident that may occur, it's just having that in, in your mind and just knowing what are we here to do? We're here to do our job, but we're also here to also see some compassion for these people who mm-hmm. are going through maybe the toughest day of their life. Mm-hmm. Big time. Well, and I think that, again, that's, that's something, unfortunately, that, that doesn't get recognized, dude. So, so thank you. Thank you for being just awesome, man. And just, you know, being, being kind of a good, just being a good human. Yeah. It's good stuff, dude. Um, so as we all like to know how we can help CrossFit Loveland family, people, friends and family, CrossFit Loveland family, how can we help you guys in any way, shape or form? Sure. So we, as I stated before, we do a lot of social media posts and on our Instagram page, our social media expert, Lindsay, has put up a Linktree account, and we actually have a lot of good things happening. So she has a, uh, a QR code for a Venmo for us. We're going to do a virtual toy drive this year since we're not actually doing toy drives due to the pandemic. So you can actually donate to us directly through that QR code. And then I know personally I shop at King Supers a whole bunch, and we actually were just approved for – to be part of their giving back program through King Supers. So when you um, shop with your King Supers card, a uh, portion or I don't know, I believe maybe a percentage of what you spend at King Supers could actually go to our nonprofit organization. And we have a link up on our on that link tree to where it'll let you sign in directly to your King Supers card. And all you got to do is do a search for Santa Cops Larimer County and select us as the beneficiary. We also do the Amazon Smiles program. So if if anybody is on Amazon coming up here Black Friday, I know that a lot of Black Friday deals are going on right now, but if you uh, go to the Amazon Smiles, uh, you can actually select us as the nonprofit organization. And we also do receive a portion of 
what you spend. I'm not quite sure exactly how much it is, but I know Amazon's going crazy with all the orders, but, um, Mm -hmm. and then I guess just getting into the outreach that we do, um, just show you the impact. So in Larimer County alone, 830 families applied for assistance last year in 2019. And last year that equaled 2,060 children who received three brand new gifts from Santa Cops of Larimer County. So that outreach in our community is huge. So mm-hmm. if you're wondering where your money and where the donations are going to, that's where it's going to. We're different from any organiz- other organization that you see because if you come to us for help, we're going to give you the toys for the kids. Um, mm-hmm. Other organizations, you have to be nominated. There's a, there's a nomination process, but if you come to us and say, we have a need, we're going to give you the toys that you're asking. We're going to give you what, what we can give you as far as the toys. Um, so we're very transparent. We are more than willing to show you who we're giving the toys, not, not who we're giving them to, to but <laughs> I've got a zip code breakdown that shows, you know, we are all over the county. So every single law enforcement agency will be out on December 19th giving gifts, giving out the gifts to the children. And this year, we were hoping for larger numbers. We were thinking we were probably going to have larger numbers due to the pandemic. So mm-hmm. um, once again, we're really just that community outreach. Uh, the, the toy donations this year, we, we may bring back a golf tournament next year, depending on how this um, pandemic does uh, go through its course. Mm-hmm. But in August, we may have a golf tournament again out at the Harmony Club, which is a gorgeous golf club. And they uh, they were very gracious in helping us run that tournament. It was a it was an outstanding tournament. And a lot of uh, things goes out to uh, Deb with Fort Collins. Um, she did an amazing job getting that together and all of her uh, committee members as far as getting donations and raffle prizes and I mean, it was door prizes. It was an incredible golf tournament and she did an outstanding job. It's, it truly was a lot of fun to see it all come together. Awesome, man. Yeah. It's uh, I know I missed that one and I was super stoked to get on this next one, but you know, 2020 classic. <laughs> um, so I know this might be a really, really difficult questions, but I always love asking difficult questions. What has been, one of your let's just say what is one of your best or most significant moments that have come from santa cops um that you that just it, it, maybe you can have the worst day and maybe you can think about and it, it kind of brings brings up the mood or a smile to your face well i i think a lot of it goes back to our delivery days throughout the years and it's truly the one day where we have all of our officers out providing gifts to to the children um, last year we were able to have a horse drawn carriage go through and help us provo- uh, hand out the toys. And we had a Santa out there with us, but to see a kid with a smile and then say, Hey, can I get a picture of you or with you? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it shows that they see the good in humans and see the good in who we are and what we're trying to do. Um, I know Joe talked last week about Gracie and I mean, she's an incredible young lady who, who 
donated her birthday gifts to us. We had another young man named Arlie. He donated uh, his birthday gifts to us. Um, but it's just incredible just to, to think the youth as far as the age and saying, you know, maybe I don't need all this. Maybe I can help give and help, help maybe even one of my classmates actually have a Christmas. Um, we had a board member actually deliver gifts to a house and they didn't have a Christmas tree. So through our contacts, we were able to go and get a Christmas tree for the family. Um, and tears were flowing. The families were very thankful for it. Our board members were moved beyond belief, but again, it's just the compassion that we have as I'd say a community or even just even as, as law enforcement, we want to make, make it a little easier for people sometimes, you know, cause we all know people mm-hmm. go through hard times and if we can help make it be a little easier for somebody then we're going to do what we can, obviously, with Santa cops. And, and I know gift giving is one of the ways that we do that. Obviously, if we continue to move forward, I would like to possibly see if we can get some scholarship type of program going. Because, again, what are we doing? We're trying to help the future, trying to help the kids, and trying to get them to basically get to that that next level for them that may not mm-hmm. be in a position where they can do that right now. So I, I grew up with my dad always volunteering and holding bolathons for the MDA. And so I know I have, I got that from my dad. So it's a hereditary trait that we've got, <laughs> but again, it's just trying to make sure that the future, that there's a bright future for a child. So if we're able to, I'd love to kick off a scholarship program. Um, it's just right now with everything that we have going on, um, you know, we've got to be realistic and our um, realistic, but then also uphold our mission and make sure that we're able to, to get those gifts to those children. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure with, with your leadership and, and your vision with the direction, dude, I mean, that's going to be something that'll, that'll happen here shortly. And, you know, just seeing the, the amount of um, support that you're continuing to get, you know, even through 2020 is, is remarkable, dude. And I always love peeking on and seeing those, those notes that you guys get from the kids and the families. It, it definitely pulls at pulls tugs at the strings, you know? So it's, it's awesome what you guys are doing. Um, well, cool, Polly. Do you have anything else that you wanted to share, man? I know there was there was one thing um, in particular. I think you were wanting to talk. Yeah, about. I appreciate that. So we've we've been very fortunate to be out at the outlets at Loveland for the past ten years, and we've had a great partnership out there. And unfortunately, we are going to need to vacate our space out there by March first of twenty twenty one. And this news came to us about a week ago, so. While we're, while we're going through the challenges of this year, this, this challenge also arise, arose on us. So, um, you know, we're looking to hopefully partner up with an organization, uh, an individual, anybody who'd be willing to donate some space for Santa Cops Larimer County. Uh, right now we occupy a space that is 5,816 square feet that does hold our basically inventory of our toys 
throughout the year. And we also hold our board meetings out there. Um, and we just try and we hold our pick nights or wrap nights. So we're going to call them this year, the pick nights out there to where <laughs> community members can come out and help us out and volunteer. So if I could make a plea to anybody, if they know anybody who has a vacant uh, space, barn, garage, warehouse, anything that would be be able to be donated to Santa Cops, Larimer County, uh, we would love to be in partnership with them. Obviously, we're, our budget is very limited, um, but we're really just trying to make sure that we can continue to to have our mission met every year and mm-hmm. we're going to get through this year and we're going to get through wherever we're going to need to move to. But we would just greatly appreciate any, any, I guess, hints or any leads onto where we may be able to relocate. We would love to stay in Larimer County uh, just because it's Santa Cops, Larimer County, but to be honest with you, I'd be open for uh, any place right now just to make sure that sure. we are able to continue to to really operate as as we have in the past. And we've overcome mm-hmm. challenges. We're overcoming challenges this year. And we're going to overcome this challenge of trying to find a new location. So if you know anybody, please, you can contact me directly. Uh, my email address is just my name, Paul at santacopslaramacounty.org. Uh, go to our website. Uh, there's also a contact us tab there. Um, obviously, social media. We obviously have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. And then we have that Linktree account set up in our bio. But um, yeah, if I could just make one plea, um, you know, we love to help. And then Unfortunately, we're asking for a little bit of the community's help this year. I drafted mm-hmm. a, a letter, I'll just say a letter to Santa, just saying, Santa, there's one wish <laughs> that Santa Cops has. It's for us to find a new headquarters. So um, we would greatly appreciate any help if anybody knows of anything. Love it. Absolutely. Well, um, I, I'm hoping Santa doesn't use uh, COVID as an excuse <laughs> um, to take off this year. I'm like, bro, it's one day. Right? Man. Come on, pull through. But yeah, guys. Um, and if you if you know of anything and uh, and or you know of anyone and you can even reach out to me, I can uh, contact Polly directly. and We can go from there. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll keep we'll keep our eyes open. Uh, as I told Joe, um, I could maneuver uh, the gym to make it work, but I don't think it would be too efficient. So um, I'm, I'm going to put uh, I'm going to put a pin in that and that'll be kind of a worst case scenario. Um, I recommended taping up some walls and then we could line those walls with the toys in between each, each square. So we'll see that might, that I might mean, work, the walls can <laughs> hold hot wheels, toys, they can hold Barbie boxes. I mean, we, we can make it work. I mean, we can make it work where there's Dude, a will, we... there's a way and we can make that work if you want to. <laughs> exactly exactly although i might i might be tempted to uh play with some wheels, man be, be nostalgic for sure but cool dude hey well thanks again for for coming on chatting a little bit um just sharing kind of you know what you do and, and how you're connected with the community i personally think it's amazing you know and i know you and joe very personally and um you know i just appreciate what you guys do in your normal day-to-day lives but then additionally what you guys um are doing to strengthen the community as well um, i have nothing but you know respect for you and and praise and you know i just uh, 
keep up the good work and I'm super proud of what you're doing. Well, man. thank you, Manny. I really appreciate it. And thank you for giving us the time to, to spread the good word about our organization. And I mean, if I could say one thing too, it's just that obviously you and your, uh, the, I'll just say, I'm not going to say the empire, but the, the, <laughs> the castle that you have built. And, and I mean, I can speak to the confidence that I have thanks to your coaching and your training from CrossFit. It's, it, it does help. And I mean, it, it has so many benefits, not only physically, but also phys, uh, mentally and psychologically. And, um, obviously being in a, in a police profession, I got to be on top of my game. And, um, I, I just, I, I love CrossFit. I love being able to work out and there's nothing else better than, you know, breathing hard at the end of a workout and feeling like mm -hmm. you're, you're about ready to pass out, but you can say you got it done. So exactly, dude. Now it's, it's fun. We're a, we're an interesting bunch <laughs> to say the least, but cool, man. Awesome, bro. Well, thanks again for this. Um, yeah, good deal. Thanks, man. Right. Thanks. Bye.